0: Hello, sweet angel, wonderful friends. Welcome. Happy day. We're back with the My Brainerds podcast. I felt a little weird not being here Thursday or Monday. Oh my god. Or it's been three. Okay, I promise not to slack like that again. Honestly, you know, I make it my um personality, but Peyton got home and I've just been obsessive, compulsive, can't get away from him. Yeah. I know. I'm like, hey, can you? Will you also? I he was supposed to come record with me. He did not. He he said he's sick. He doesn't want his voice to be nasally for his big debut, so he's not here today. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. I'm also. So I've gotten very comfortable living by myself and like openly podcasting in my home, recording myself doing wild things in my house, and. You know, it's not that I'm like uncomfortable doing it in front of people, but I'm not used to it. It's a little bit weird. And I think you might relate to this. You know, when you have a passion project and maybe you don't share it as much or you're not as confident in it, that's got to be it. It's a lack of confidence. I have a lack of confidence. Welcome to my therapy session. I finally got that out. So I think because Peyton, and we also live with Peyton's best friend, Justin. He lives in our house with us. So there's always someone here who can listen to me podcast. And I'm like, what if I sound here weird? What if they think my podcast is weird? And then I spiral. So I haven't been recording. Whatever. I'm back. No more spiraling. Peyton will be here with us on Monday. He promised me he would be better by then. So what should I catch you up on? So food. We had Sushi, we had steaks. I've been snacking it up. And you know, if I'm gonna be really honest with you guys, Peyton got home from deployment and he's lost like 30 pounds and is in the best shape of his life. And I have done the opposite because I've been drinking and I've been eating and he was working out every single day and just living his best life. Like he looks so good. And I was like, oh God, I didn't realize that that's what we were doing right now. So, I felt a little unspoken pressure, not from him, from my inner thoughts to pick it up and look like Peyton. And isn't it unfair? I don't think there are any men here, but if there are, I'm talking to you. How men can cut out soda or eat one less cookie, and all of a sudden they have a six pack. And if I eat one cookie, I drastically change my body in the reverse. Like, our metabolisms are just so different. And I know it's because women are supposed to carry a higher level of body fat than men are. I know that. It's just a mind fuck and it's not fair. It really fucks with me. And I'm happy for him that he's been able to lose all this weight and he looks so phenomenal, but I would like to do that too. And I'm going to give it to him. He's put in the work. I understand, but that's all. Second thing, I started watching Ted Lasso. My aunt has told me for so long to watch it didn't listen to her it is phenomenal it is the happiest show to watch whenever you go to bed at night because you cannot help but just smile every episode I'm obsessed with it I mean it's like you get a little bit of sport you get like happy the main character is like his one downfall is he's too positive so what what more could you ask for highly recommend Ted lasso what am most- else? did I want to update you guys on? I haven't done a lot. I hermited. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. I did. I did spiral a little bit. Had a little spiral, guys, because so um, it's been like party mode ever since Peyton got home and we've been been eating. We've been going out. And so we went out Friday. We went out Saturday, rode the bull, had the time of my life, And then Sunday I woke up and I was like, I can never eat again. I don't deserve this. This is not okay. So if you are like me and maybe you've experienced that, just want to remind you that you cannot change your body in two days. Just like you don't look the way you do today because you did two days of work. Nothing changes like that. It's interesting too because I have to remind Peyton that as well. And this is the only way, not the only way, but like this is something that is easier, I think on women than men, we are more open to talking about our feelings and talking about, you know, body image issues and body dysmorphia and, you know, complaining about weight and men are really expected to internalize all that. So they are able to open up and say like, wow, I feel like shit. Is my body weird? I don't know. So I've had to talk to him about that too. And I'm hoping at some point he'll get on here and he'll talk about men's mental health because he's a really interesting perspective just from the military and doing his own healing work and dealing with my ass who's always talking about therapy. So I hope someday he'll talk to us about it. Maybe he will. All right. That's enough for an intro. Today, I want to Originally, we were going to talk to Peyton and we were going to talk about the adjusting period and I'm going to tackle it on my own and then we'll do some follow-up questions. So I want to talk about the adjusting period for when something good happens, you get there and it's not what you expected. And yes, you have the good stimulus there, but you still have to adjust to it. It'll make more sense when we get into it. So let's go ahead and start moving. This is the My Brain Hurts podcast. Thank you so much for being here and listening to my ramble of the beginning. I'm just really happy to come back and I will never take a break again. Write that down, guys. I'm telling you right now, I will never take a break again. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the My Brain Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Kat Makehamson. Sit back, sit tight, enjoy the ride. And here's to a lot of brains that don't hurt. So today we're talking about the adjusting period. And this specific thought has come from Peyton coming home, me being really happy, really exciting for it, doing all these things to prepare for it. And then he gets here and it's not meshing, going super great, like feeling really normal very seamlessly the way that I had thought that it would. You know what I mean? And I started freaking out, as one does, and I'm like, oh, shit, Like, are we not meant to be? He's back. We're not having a good time immediately. And I had to do some deep work, talk to my therapist, talk to my best friends, and you. I had to remind myself that we haven't been around each other in this capacity in six months, and we're completely different people in six months. I mean, I hope I've grown in six months, and I hope he's grown in six months, and I hope We're learning new versions of ourselves that didn't exist whenever we were together six months ago. So I had to remind myself of that. And then I started thinking, when has this ever happened to me before? Because I think we all go through adjusting periods. And it happens specifically when you look forward to something, it's a goal. And then you get there and it doesn't feel quite as good as you thought it would. Or it takes a minute for it to feel the way that you thought it would. You know what I mean? We build a lot of things up. I think that could be going to college, getting the promotion that you wanted, moving out from your parents, moving in with someone, moving to a new city. And you have it built up because that's what we do. We're human beings. We romanticize things as we should. We daydream. We predict. We create situations in our head and form exactly how we think that we will feel and how we think we will react once we have that certain stimulus put on us. And then it comes and we're human beings. We're not going to react that the way we told ourselves we would. We're not going to have this imaginary situation play out Exact same way that we thought in our head. And then, whenever that doesn't happen, we're really hard on ourselves. You know, we're really thinking, like, oh, this didn't go perfectly the way that I had thought in my head. There's something wrong with me. I need to internalize this and I need to fix it because I'm not adjusting well. And it's normal. You have to think of it as any sort of stimulus put on a new situation. So let's, let's, we're science experiments. Let's think about us as a science experiment. We're in our Petri dish. We're in, we're our little lab rat and there's a new stimulus put on our lab rat. The lab rat has to get used to it. It's not going to immediately act the same. You're going to be thrown off your game. For example, with me, whenever I get a new stimulus, not just Peyton coming home, let's call it, let's call it anything. Let's call it X changing our life. Let's call it a partner coming home. Let's call it a breakup. Let's call it a new job. You have to have time to adjust to what that new thing is because it's new. That, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's something that's brand new. It's like if you were to start taking a new supplement, your body has to adjust to it. If you start working out when you've never worked out in your life before, your body has to adjust to it. And I think it's really normal for us to understand when our body has to get used to something because we can see it because it's physical. But for us, it's harder to understand that our brains also have to get used to something. Our brains also are a part of our body and the emotions that we're feeling are still being affected by this new stimulus and it's important for us to get that they need to adjust as well. It's change. And oftentimes, I'll have conversations with people that they just don't react well to change and that's something that they say, I don't like change. It gives me a lot of anxiety. I get it. I think it gives everyone anxiety. And I think the people that are able to say, this is tough for me, are ahead of us all because they know that they're going to have the adjusting period. Because I think the real uncomfortability comes from you not accepting the adjusting period because that's when you internalize it and you think something's wrong with yourself. And, you know, Historically, that's always happened with me. I remember when I graduated high school and I went to college and that was the only thing I had thought about for the last four years was moving out, going to college and getting there. And of course, there was an adjusting period. I was freaking out. I was freaking the fuck out. I was calling my mom. I was losing my shit. I couldn't be there anymore. I was freaking out. Same thing happens when you move out on your own and you're making that period from college to post-grad. There's the adjusting period. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Everything's different. Where are your friends? You have to get used to it. The same thing can happen when it's a less scary situation. It's something that you're looking forward to. Think about the last time you really wanted to take on a new project at work or you really wanted that promotion or a new job and then you finally got it and you got there and you're also freaking the fuck out. Or my friend's Around us that have always wanted a relationship, and then you get into one and you have this new partner and you have this new bit of incoming energy and you don't know what to do with it, and you have to experience the adjusting period. It's normal. What's not normal is expecting us to constantly feel the same when we're bringing in new stimulus. So that's what I've had to say to myself over and over again whenever I'm like, Fuck, Peyton's home. I should just be happy and grateful, and everything should be okay. And if it's not okay, there's something wrong with me, and I have no patience. But no, it's the adjusting period. Everything's normal. It's okay. Our brains have to adjust to new stimulus, just like our bodies adjust to new stimulus. And if you're not able to allow your brain and or your body, think about it. When we don't let our body adjust to new stimulus, when it needs rest, whenever we bring in a new form of exercise, a new bit of training, and it's asking to adjust and you don't give it rest, what happens? You injure yourself. It's the same thing with your brain. If you need that rest during the adjusting period and you tell yourself no and you push back and you say everything's fine and you fight it, just like when you're over training and you don't understand what happens, you're going to injure yourself. So I'm going to give you five tips that i found for the adjusting period because you know I love a list and it helps my anxiety and yeah, it's just a silly little list from me to you because it has truly helped me in this adjusting period even though I'm the happiest I've ever been. Everything's fine. Don't worry, guys. Here's five tips. Number one, physical rest. I think this comes with any new change. And when you find yourself needing mental rest, you're in the adjusting period, your brain's freaking the fuck out and you're like, why am I here? It's okay to take physical rest too because physical rest equals mental rest equals emotional rest. Just lay, just rot, just be kind to yourself. Rest can mean many different things. It can mean making time for an extra hour of sleep when you can. It can mean being horizontal at 3 p.m. because you have a little break between meetings It can mean a moving rest, go for a little walk with a no phone and get away from everyone, take a rest from society and just take a little break. A rest is a rest is a rest. But I think whenever we feel really bogged down and out and you're in the height of the adjusting period and you feel yourself start to spiral a little bit and think it's your fault, take that physical break because it will in turn also give you a mental break. Two, in the adjusting period when you are freaking the fuck out, I think you need to have a list of five things that make you really happy. Five's a lot because sometimes when you're down and out and like you're in the Mr. D or the Mr. Anxiety, thinking of five things that you love or even really like or even moderately like can be tough. Let's call it three. You need to have three things that you really like to do. So maybe that's listening to a podcast, listening to your favorite songs, going to the workout class, going to the gym, baking, knitting, anything. Three things that bring you joy. These are good things. These are not blacking out at cat. These are not, I don't know. Basically, they're not blacking out or doing scary drugs. I don't know to tell you. If those things bring you joy, this is not for the list. This list is not for you. Do those three things. Lean on those three things. When you start to hit the spiral, the Mr. D, the Mr. A, everyone's freaking out you're in the adjusting period and you need them, you need to lean on what you know already feels good because you have this new stimulus in and I know it's supposed to feel good, but it doesn't yet. It's confusing. You're going to Pavlov the shit out of yourself and you're going to associate this new stimulus with something that already feels good to you. So then in turn, your brain is associating the new stimulus with something that feels good. It's like Pavlov, Pavlov's dog's I have done this with myself and Peyton, and that's. It sounds like he's bad stimulus. He's good stimulus. Love him, but something that I really enjoy doing, you guys know this, is like making myself a really good dinner at the end of the night. So I've made him a part of it, and he we get to have a fun little cook night, and we're dancing in the kitchen, and it's a blast. And I've Pavloved myself into this new person coming into my space is good. This is a good thing. I am happy. Take the three things, associate them with the new stimulus. Thank me later. Pavlov yourself. Number three, we're leaning on the beautiful routine that we have built. When the new stimulus comes, your body freaks out and it's craving a routine. And that's when you need to lean on your old routine as much as you can, all the parts that make you feel good. Everything that makes you feel good, you need to lean on that when you have the new stimulus. During the adjusting period, it is so important to control what you can. And let go of what you can't. Because the new stimulus comes in, and with the new stimulus, brings new problems, brings new questions, brings new energy that you cannot control. But what you can control is what you do, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel centered every single day. This has really helped me. I science experimented myself, which I love to do because I want to report back on it for you guys. And the first, Couple of days that pain was home after I realized I was in the adjusting period and I knew everything was normal. I just needed to take care of myself. Did a little science experiment, and one day I let my routine go to shit. Didn't meditate. Didn't take shower in the morning. Didn't did half my skincare. Didn't get outside. I didn't do any movement. Had caffeine as soon as I woke up. Stared at my phone. Just didn't do it. I did everything bad. Did everything wrong. I felt like shit all day. Shocker. Didn't see that one coming. I spiraled like a bitch. I lost my shit. I was full on in the trenches of the adjusting period and not able to get out. The next day, I went the whole nine yards. I meditated, cold showered. I went for a walk with Miller. I did all my skincare, made sure I had food before I had coffee. I Also, side note, ADHD goes nuts. When I say food before coffee, I'm not having a meal before coffee. I can't do that. I'm not hungry until like 9 a.m. at the earliest. I do, I eat prunes every day. Listen, if you're an IBS girly, you need to be eating prunes every day. I don't make the rules. It helps so much. So honestly, they're really good too. It's not like a large raisin. Like they're really, really good. So I eat two prunes in the morning before I have a cup of coffee. That's like my substance before I'm eating I'm drinking coffee or putting caffeine in my belly. Then I have food. I can't eat a whole meal. So I did that. I had my prunes, had my supplements. I was taking care of myself. Wow, I felt worlds better than I did whenever I let my routine go to shit. It was so, so night and day. Had to share that with you guys. So number three, lean on the routine, control what you can control. Let go of what you can't during the adjusting period. Control what makes you feel good. It's important this is for life in general, but with you're in the adjusting period, I think you can get into a really aggressive rabbit hole of comparison and comparing why you don't feel good, comparing why you're telling yourself you're not grateful, comparing why it's not affecting other people the way it's affecting you. Compare, compare, compare. And Number four is to limit your screen time because social media, constantly being connected, constantly seeing the best versions of people's lives does nothing but cause you to compare yourself to them. When you're feeling really motivated and great, this can be good and it propels you forward. But when you are down and you're in the adjusting period and you're a bit confused mentally, you're not entirely sure what's going on, don't recommend. Nope. I recommend getting off your phone really experiencing what it is that you're adjusting to because that's how your brain is going to process it the best. If you can fully experience the adjustment, the new stimulus with all five senses, I want you to see it, I want you to feel it. I want you to be in completely wrapped in this new stimulus. That is how your brain is going to best be able to process it, and your adjusting period is going to go down. It's going to be shorter. You're going to get used to the stimulus shorter because in a quicker amount of time because you are completely understanding it by experiencing it with all five senses. Number five, I want you to set a goal. And when I say goal, it doesn't really need to be a goal. I want you to have something to look forward to whenever you know you're out of the adjusting period and everything's okay. So example, let's say you start that new job, you get that promotion, give yourself three weeks, say three weeks in, I'm taking myself out to dinner and I'm going to celebrate getting through this adjusting period. For me, with Peyton, it's like, hey, we've got three weeks of having a really good time together, being patient with each other, learning how each other communicates again, learning how to live with someone to be a partner better in three weeks. Let's go out to a nice dinner. Let's spend some quality time together. We're feeling crazy. Let's go away for a weekend you moved into a new home. You're living by yourself for the first time. Give yourself a month. At the end of the month, buy yourself something nice for that apartment. Take yourself, get all your favorite ingredients, make yourself dinner at home, make it special. I think what we need to do here is really romanticize the wins. And for so long, we didn't even acknowledge when shit was hard, which is so crazy to me. I think about this often because I'll get frustrated when someone in the older generation is like, what do you mean? Like, Why why is that a big deal? Why are we talking about our feelings so much? I mean, that's what everyone was taught. Everyone was taught not to talk about their feelings and not to experience things or to talk about their experiences. We're supposed to keep it inside. And now we're finally doing that. And I think it needs to be celebrated. I think going through shit that's hard on your brain and when your brain hurts and then getting through it on the other side That's fucking huge, dude. Like We need to celebrate that. So give yourself something to look forward to at the end of the adjusting period. Give yourself a goal on the time of the adjusting period. Call it three weeks. Call it a month. Call it five days. Call it a couple hours. Maybe you had a tiny new stimulus that's really fucking with you today and you need a couple hours of adjusting period. Treat yourself to a coffee after it. Whatever it is, number five, set a limit. Set a goal time for your adjusting period. Put a win at the end. Give yourself a reward at the end when you get to it because we're celebrating our brains not hurting. We're taking care of ourselves. This is a win. If you're in the adjusting period right now and you're freaking the fuck out, you're normal. It's okay. Even if it's a good stimulus and you're still not used to it, you are normal. This is hard. And no one talks about how it's hard. No one talks about how big changes can really affect us and how – We need to be kind to ourselves and move slowly and appreciate everything that we do. It's not being soft. It's not being sensitive. You're not sensitive. Honestly, this is a whole other episode, but I said this the other day. I was having a conversation with my dad, honestly. And I was like, I grew up in a house of, you know, we keep everything inside walls and more walls and more walls and more walls, keep it all up inside. And He was telling me like how that works and that's good for him. And eventually I was like, you know, dad, I did that. And honestly, I think that's the easy way out. The hard part is when you experience it and you're vulnerable and you do the work and you learn why you feel that way and how you can not feel that way or better experience that so you can be empathetic towards others. So listen, if you're out there living... If you're out there doing the work, if you're experiencing, if you're sad, if you're frustrated and you're in the adjusting period and you're not understanding why you can't just internalize it, because we're not meant to. We're Humans are community creatures and we're meant to share experiences and we're meant to feel and we have feelings for a reason. So here's to a lot of adjusting periods. Here's to the wins at the end of them. And here's to a lot of brains that don't hurt. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend maybe hit me a little little like, rate, subscribe. If you have any questions, if you ever need someone to talk to, I am always here. My DMs are always open at catmac underscore fit. Other than that, I'll see you Monday. Bye.